0: Today, for our message, we're actually going to return to the passage that we were using last night, uh, the Luke passage, Luke's telling of the story of the birth of Christ. So, um, I would encourage you, if you have uh, a Bible, or feel free to make use of one of ours um, here in the rows, and turn to Luke chapter 2. We're going to read the text from verse 1 all the way to verse 20. Uh, Let us hear the Word of God. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. May God bless the reading of his word. And we'll trust that God is even blessing us now. All right, so as you were hearing that story, Hopefully, you were able to picture yourself in the midst of it. Maybe you even put yourself in the place of some of the characters wondering how we might respond to what was uh, taking place right in front of us. What I would love for us to do uh, in this time we have together on this Christmas Day is let's take a look at the responses, and then we'll ask a little bit about how we'll respond going forward. So, when we get down uh, to verse 9, we find uh, one of the uh, first responses, we find the shepherds responding in fear, that they were responding to the presence of an angelic being and, and to the glory of the Lord shining a- around them. And their response was to be afraid. You know, maybe from where we sit, we look at a baby in a manger, and we kind of know a little bit of the story, and we go, "Well, really, what's there to be afraid of? It's just a baby in a manger. and, And yet to have an angel, for heaven to break through and to come with a message, to have the very glory, brightness of God shining all around you, they responded with fear. You know, Jesus didn't stay a baby, and so He grew up, and maybe there are aspects of Jesus that we find ourselves even today responding to with a little bit of fear. To think that Jesus actually is the Lord. Maybe we take some comfort in that, to know somebody who's in charge, but, but when this Lord says to us, you know, if you want to be my follower, here's what I want you to do. I want you to deny yourself daily, take up your cross, and follow me. And we hear that, and we get a little afraid. Yeah, Jesus, I like you in the manger. I, I like that you've guaranteed my place in heaven, but, but your teaching's a little invasive, and we might have a little bit of fear taking place in us. But the good news, the good news of great joy is that Jesus also says, I am the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. Anyways, that first response was the response of fear. The next response we pick up is also with the shepherds. It's the response of curiosity. Curiosity. The the angel came and said what the angel said, that that in the city of David that uh, born to you this day is a Savior, uh, Christ the Lord, the Messiah, the Lord, is born to you this day. And then the multitude came out, the multitude of heavenly hosts, declaring glory to God in the highest and peace on earth among those with whom God is pleased, and the response of the shepherds was curiosity. They were wondering. They wanted to go and see what they had been told. Maybe, maybe for some of them. We don't know how many there were. We, we don't know if there was two or three or, or 20. Last night, Joss uh, at the 430 service uh, informed us that there are some 1.2 billion sheep in the world today. Um, so, they probably didn't have that many sheep right around Bethlehem, but um, we do know that that was the region where they would raise the sheep for uh, the sacrifices in Jerusalem. So, probably a good number of sheep and maybe a good number of shepherds. But, but those shepherds, they, were, they wanted to go. Their sense was not maybe even maybe a little bit more than just curiosity. Maybe there was attraction. This is good news. To want to go and to find out and to, to discover more for themselves to follow up on what they had heard. Their curiosity turned into movement that they might see something worth seeing. And so then the third response is also the shepherds. We find this in verse 17. They were responding to the presence of an audience. You see, they, they arrive into Bethlehem, and, and they find the house that has... Uh, the mother and father and a child wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And, and they tell them all that they had already experienced and seen and heard. They gave testimony. That was their response to tell other people of the good news. They were responding to the fact that there were other people around them. You know, for us to live on this side of things, we know that Jesus would eventually say to his followers, and you will be my witnesses already here the shepherds are witnesses of God's work in the Christmas story. You know, I like to picture the shepherds trying to tell this story. Did, did they designate ahead of time? I'll tell you what, uh, you be our, our speaker. You know? <laughs> I'm just going to be in the background. You talk the best, won't you? Or maybe they were just clamoring over, oh, but, but wait, you forgot this part. And I, did, did you remember saying something about the multitude, of what they said? Um, telling the story to others. So we can picture ourselves, even as testifiers of the good news of Jesus Christ. In response to Jesus said, and you will be my witnesses, or or maybe in response to where Jesus goes, You are the salt of the earth, or you are the light of the world, or go and make disciples. That we too would respond to audiences. Now the fourth response happens to be from the people who heard the shepherds. Last night we discussed this a little bit, and maybe you've heard it before in a Bible study, but um, in this story, there's actually uh, the word that we in, is uh, translated in our our ESV version as "in" is actually the word "cataluma," and the in "cataluma" is not the word for a hotel or a, 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 a um, kind of a large B and, B and B or something. It's really the word for a spare room. It was the extra room in a in a two room house, and and there was no space for them in the extra room, so. Mary gave birth in the main room uh, of the house. All that is to underscore that there's, just, there's more than just Mary and Joseph in Jesus present. You figure the people that were there that were filling up the spare room, the extra room. You figured the people who, whose house that was, were there, were there others that were gathered from the community to, to be able to celebrate the arrival of a birth? Who all would have been in the room? So here come uh, the shepherds, and they tell this story. And what we find out that the response of the audience, the response of the audience was awe. In the ESV, it's translated as wonder, but in other translations, it's uh, they were amazed or they were astonished. One of the commentators said that you know, for the way for us to understand this is, is, it's not quite yet faith, but they're intrigued something's taking place, and it's bigger. You figure, we're not given all this detail, but I I would imagine that Mary and Joseph weren't going around to everybody they saw and said, you know, we were visited by an angel, and uh, my wife here, she's carrying the Savior of the world, and probably didn't make that really known to a whole lot. And so, even as they're gathered in that home, it's the shepherds that come in and tell the story and bring everyone in on the news. On Thursday, I went up to uh, Chicago and picked up my son, John, from the airport. And we're driving home on Thursday morning, and he had been down in Argentina. And one of the things he did down in Argentina was that he went to see Avatar. And by the way, if you're wondering if he watched it in Spanish, that was our first question. It was my question, then my wife's question. Uh, It was in English, Spanish subtitles, so he got to understand uh, the film. But here's what he said to me. Um, Avatar 2 is the most visually stimulating movie ever made. Okay, I was intrigued. I was a little astonished. It's not quite faith yet. I'm going to have to go and see that for myself. But I, I'm interested. My ears were um, uh, perked to hear more. And so that um, the shepherds told the story of angels and of a Savior being born and of peace coming into the world and that the angels had forecasted or had prophesied that they would find this baby lying in a manger. And they were astonished. Then we get to Mary. And Mary's response is one where she uh, treasures things up and she ponders them. And the words kind of have this sense of guarding, like she guards things together inside of her. Hers is not one of just flash to the the amazement of the report of this, but she's pondering. She's considering these things. She's assessing what she's hearing. She's welcoming this information into her life. And then finally we see the shepherds. We're told in verse 20 that the shepherds leave the site and they go glorifying and praising God, which is which is really awesome because the shepherds were such of low um, uh, respect in the community. But here, who, is, who are the ones that are doing the very things that the multitude of angels, of, of the heavenly hosts are doing? The heavenly hosts were glorifying God, and now we find the shepherds leaving that place glorifying and praising God. So for us, we've seen all of their responses. Their responses were fear and curiosity and testimony and awe and treasuring and pondering and Glorifying and praising. But for us, who live on this side of Christmas, who live on this side of the cross, this side of the empty tomb, how do we respond? What are our responses? Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. How will we respond? Jesus said, I call you friends. How will we respond to the friendship that Jesus offers? Jesus does say to us, you know, if you want to be my follower, deny yourself and take up your cross daily and follow me. How will we respond? Jesus said, love one another even as I have loved you. How will we respond? Jesus said, go and make disciples of all people. Be light in this world. How will we respond? And Jesus said, I will come back and take you to be where I am. How will we respond? The shepherds glorified and praised God. On this Christmas day, may we respond to the good news of Jesus Christ by glorifying and praising God. Amen? Let's pray together. Because of you, God, Christmas is merry. By definition, our Savior has come into this world. Christmas is merry. A wonderful gift given by you that we would have a Savior, that we would come into a living relationship with you for all of eternity. God, may there be hearts turned toward you around the world this morning, that this would be a day in which multitudes and multitudes of people would come to know the good news of Jesus Christ. A baby born in the manger, yes, but the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the one and only. May you find in each one of us the kind of response that leans into you. In fact, God, we ask that you would continue your transforming work in us, that day by day, month by month, year by year, that you would find a faithfulness in us, a response to your good news that that we can't help but share with others around us. May our lives be lives in which you are glorified and praised. We pray this in the name of our Savior, Christ the Lord. Amen.